Good morning, Tappers. Good morning, Tappers. It's Sunday. It's Friday. It's Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Okay, Rebecca. <laughs> Is that too old? That's like 2008 or something. I don't know. Do the kids even know that these days? What's their demographic? No. We gotta check. <laughs> it's people our age. I'm pretty sure. So yeah, so they... It. Yeah, they must. She had like a revival. You know that? She has like an album and it's pretty good. I listen to it sometimes. Yeah. She like took voice lessons and stuff. <laughs> oh, no, oh, I'm wow. pretty sure. No, I'm not being rude. I think that's what oh. she said in an interview. I thought that was like a shot. No, she was like, Yeah, oh. I started taking voice lessons and I was just a kid. And, <laughs> you know, I respect her for the hustle. She went that... out there and she did the work and then she came back and was better. <laughs> Well, I'm glad you cleared that up because I thought you were coming for her, Miss Black. No, she's queen. Queen. All right. Well, thank you, Rebecca, for giving us that hit song back in, like, what, 2013 or something? Oh, yeah. No, I think I was in high school, so it wasn't in 2008. Yeah, it was probably 2012, 2013. Yeah, because I remember specifically listening to it at, like, one of the varsity soccer games or something. (laughs) I'm like, it's Friday, girlies. Girlies. (laughs) (laughs) definitely did not say that i was gonna say i don't think you were going around saying that in high school (laughs) i was not t-g-i-f megan and it's a big friday here because what's today's episode megan florida man friday (laughs) yeah buddy (laughs) buddy (laughs) i don't know I feel like I heard that from like Talladega Nights or something. A Will Ferrell yeah, movie. Buddy. <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> I don't know. It's just it's like you're an old man. Like, oh, good job, sport. That's what it <laughs> feels like to me. Same vibe. <laughs> I am all hyped up today. Fordham and Fridays just like really kick off my weekend. Just like hype me up. Like, I'm so excited for this episode. We have a great one planned. I have some great florida man to talk about and yeah so megan like what are you drinking what are you getting into this friday it gets the weekend what are you drinking so sean and i are actually recording before his bedtime this time so that's why he's so hyped (laughs) i honestly i feel like that's why like i'm just ready to go i got so many things to do it's five o'clock i got a lot of things to do after this so I'm glad we can do this at my earliest, like, convenience. Yes. And I do, too. Because, I mean, then I feel like my night's gone. And then I just go to bed at that point. So <laughs> Right, yeah. But, yeah, since it's earlier in the day, and I have a lot of stuff to do as well, I have my blueberry cobbler mountain green oh, mountain coffee. <laughs> I know the exact one. Mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's blueberry cobbler or something. Like, it's blueberry. Um, No, it's mountain blueberry or something. Yeah, something, something mountain blueberry. It, yeah. All I know is it's blueberry. I'm remembering having to order it all the time for the store. <laughs> oh, because that's what everyone drank? Everyone, like the customers, everybody nutted to that blueberry one from Green Mountain. Well, it's good. It is good. It was my favorite, even though I, I just didn't enjoy that brand. Just not my, I don't do that whole Vermont brand thing. Oh, well, that's usually what I get. Probably because I live in Vermont, it's the most accessible. (laughs) (laughs) It's just tradition. And then I I also always have on hand vanilla caramel cream, Green Mountain Coffee. Vanilla caramel cream? I think that's what it's (gasps) called. I know know what it looks like. I know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the picture is like an ice cream scoop with caramel. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) So that's my on hand, but I'm drinking blueberry right now. Do you do the pods or do you make a pot? Um, we just have the pods. When we make a pot, we make like real 
not flavored coffee. <laughs> oh. Because Nick is too good for flavored coffee. Oh, wow. That's a shot. It's not masculine enough. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, I'm glad we're on the same page today because I'm also drinking coffee. Now, you know, mm-hmm. like, I'm an espresso boy. But today, my friend Olivia got me some coffee for my birthday. <laughs> oh, my God. Was it $3,000 coffee? And no. I wish okay. it was. It's this little beverage you get at the grocery store. It's in a container. <laughs> okay, you're really breaking it down for us. I think I think we get the concept of the grocery store. <laughs> it's Starbucks cold brew, but it's just like the concentrate. So you like pour a little bit in a cup and then you add some water, some ice, and then you get a cold brew. Because I'm not into the ones that are like in the fridge that are pre-made cold brew. Even like the mm-hmm. black, just black cold brew. It just doesn't taste, doesn't taste the same. Is that as mm-hmm. good? So this is what I found to be the best version of cold brew because I've tried making it myself and it tastes like crap. I bought it in <laughs> from the, the refrigerated section, tastes like crap. And the concentrate is the way to go because you could really portion out and measure how much water you put into it. Right. You can so, control. Yeah. Exactly. So that's what I have today, and that's probably I'm going to be drinking for a little bit until I join a new fad or a new community, because like I was an espresso boy, now I'm like a little bit pushed away from that community, and now mm-hmm. I'm on to like this concentrate community. Whereas like there's some controversy in your previous community? Well, yeah, because it was kind of getting like a little bit pricey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't like spend money here. Yeah, and there was just like too many opinions in the community, so. Mm-hmm. But yeah. That's what I'm drinking. That's what I have for my Florida Man Friday. So excited to get into this episode, Megan. So, guys, if you're loving the content that we are putting out, before we get into the episode, make sure to go over to our Instagram page at Crime on Tap Pod. We are posting. Megan saved my ass on Monday because I forgot to <laughs> post. And it was something directly correlated in the episode that was a visual that people needed. And I mm-hmm. forgot to post it. Hee hee hee. Tee hee. But we'll make sure on Friday that there's a post up before the episode drops. Or maybe a couple hours after. (laughs) Yeah, a couple hours after. A reasonable time after. Yeah, reasonable time. Um, But we'd like to thank our number one tapper, Leah, for pointing it out. Excuse me, I'd like to see the picture of the shrubbery. I need need a visual. (laughs) Where is the vegetation? I need a visual. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But yes, thank you, Leah, for keeping us on our toes. Our number Mm -hmm. one tapper. Get over there, join the community, and slide into our DMs. We'd love to talk. We'd love to take suggestions for what to talk about. And we know you guys are loving these Florida Man Fridays. So, Megan, without further ado, you want to say your famous saying? Shift into gear because hot toppies are here. Woo! Woo! Tick tock on the clock. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Kesha. (laughs) Did you know Kesha has a podcast? Everyone has a podcast. I know. Really, everybody <laughs> We have <does>. a podcast. <laughs> honestly, yeah. If we have a podcast, everybody has podcasts. Mm-hmm. Anybody with a name has a podcast, honestly, though. Mm-hmm. At least we edit ours, so. That's right. And we do it ourselves. <laughs> Blood, sweat, mm-hmm. and tears in this editing process. That's why sometimes it's going to be a little wonky and y'all just going to have to live with that. <laughs> you know, if the audio is messed up once in a while... And I know in the last few, the audio has been a little bit wonky. We're just kind of wing it around here, you know? Yeah. We're doing the best that we can with the free software that we have. 
<laughs> Shout out to Audacity. Audacity. All right, Megan, let's get right into these Florida Man stories. You know, our listeners, they got places to be, things to do, so let's give it to them. Oh, give it to you, X. We'll give it to you. All right. Man, I'm really oh. the old references today. <laughs> I know, Rebecca Black. Throwing it all back. Mm-hmm. Do you want to get us into your first story? Yes, I'd love to. So I just want to preface by saying mine are actually funny. <laughs> I know. I hopped on the call and I was like, I got funny stories involved suicide and murder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So mine are, aren't quite that up. And so they're a little bit shorter because they're kind of like punchlines. Kind of. <laughs> I know. Uh, on these Florida Man episodes, I'm like reading some of them and I'm like... I can talk about this for a sentence. Unless right, I have any a- strong opinions about this, it's going to be a two-second story. Mm-hmm. So that's why I like to set the scene here. Yes. You're good at setting so, scenes. You're like, you like that, the aesthetic. Yeah, I like the aesthetic of a good, <laughs> a good intro. <laughs> <laughs> so we're setting the stage in Collier County, Florida. Ooh, okay. And We're um, really going to be like really geographically we're gonna know the map of florida so well by the end of these stories i know well um (laughs) guess where it's in naples again oh my god you love naples (laughs) well i guess the funny things happen in naples because remember we were like wait isn't that supposed to be like a nice like old people vacation area okay i was just thinking that again did we talk about that before yeah because i had a story in naples before and you're like but naples though Okay, and you know what's really funny? We recently sold some stuff on Facebook Marketplace, and we delivered them to this woman, and she just moved here from Naples. And we're was like, she trying to get away from the crime. <laughs> I, I mean, I was like, what, what's wrong with Naples? You know, I thought it was like an old retirement town, but apparently everyone's running from the crime. I guess the Florida men are taking over Naples. Yeah, maybe back in the day, Naples was safe place, but all these Florida men come crawling out. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, they're they're spreading their seed of crime. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hit me with that story. Okay, so the address is three four twelve C Grape Avenue. Okay. Wait, did you have the whole address and everything? Yeah, they they gave the whole address. Is that um, safe? I don't think it's a residence. I think it was like a um, construction area. Okay. So it was kind of like an abandoned, like, you know, during the evening when the construction man isn't working or men or women. (laughs) So it's like a construction site. They, you know, lift their machines to work in the next morning. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. And construction men have to go pee pee poo poo. Right. Right. Yeah. So they have, they have porta potties. (laughs) Okay. I'm glad you called it a porta potty because that's what I call it. I know. I've heard people call them porta johns. Yes. That's true. Man, there's other names for them too. And people are like, oh my God, like you call it a porta potty? Like I've never heard that in my life. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Or like um porta pot, just porta pot. Yeah. I've heard that too. Oh, what's there's oh, maybe it's a company name. It's like the Throne King or something. But the, <laughs> but I've heard honestly I've heard other names for it and there's just like it's almost like caramel and caramel. People yeah. have like a big issue with the like way you say porta potty. And I'm like, get over it. <laughs> it's literally you shit in it like why yeah. does it need to be this big thing <laughs> <laughs> all right enough of that tangent <laughs> okay and they actually in this article paul call them porta potties as well so all right. they know what they're talking so, about yeah so we can trust this article they're not crazy <laughs> right um 
So deputies get a report of a suspicious person shouting in pain from around that area. So mm-hmm. police go and they hear screams of pain and terror and oh. they follow them to a porta potty on <laughs> on the dig site, I guess, and a foot is sticking out. And they were like, okay, what's going on? Can we like what get out of the porta potty? And he's like, I'm stuck. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So they like talk him through getting out of the porta potty, okay? And um, they can't just open the door. Well, because it's locked. But I thought his foot was sticking out. Well, yeah, because when you think about it, it's like. Oh, um, I guess you could still like make a crack or something. Yeah, you could like try to get your. I mean, it probably hurts really badly, but you could probably get your. Like, he, I think he was like locked in, so he tried to like get it with his foot, and his foot got caught like under the door. <laughs> I'm assuming it's not that in depth, but that's what I'm assuming. Yeah. Um, so they were able to pr- like pry the door open, talk him through it and everything. And so he gets out and um, he's like, I got my foot stuck. <laughs> and is that what um, he said exactly? Word for word. Yeah. Well, I don't, well, <laughs> I don't know. And so in inside the restroom, they find a small baggie of a powdery substance, a syringe, mm. and a larger baggie filled with smaller baggies. Wow. And it turned out it was 0.5 grams of fentanyl. Oh. So he was arrested on uh, two drug charges for Good. the small baggie, or probably paraphernalia, and then the um, drug itself. I feel like anytime we talk about fentanyl, we're like, good, get him off the street. Mm-hmm. We don't need him. Fentanyl's so dangerous. Yes. So it's not confirmed, but I'm thinking, do you think he was high and that's how he got stuck in the porta potty? I mean, honestly, that's got to be our best guess. And he was like too high to like just turn the knob, you know? And so. <laughs> but I mean, really, an easy case for the police. Mm-hmm. Literally, he was yelling for them to come yes, and arrest somebody him. Somebody help me. Yeah. <laughs> Crying and shouting in pain. Yeah. Back to the fentanyl. Did you hear. Six spring breakers over in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. This is not even part of the story, but six of them died of fentanyl laced drugs. Oh my God. Patrick was telling me two of them passed away from, I don't know if he's 100% accurate here, but they're giving mouth to mouth to two people who were overdosing. Mm-hmm. And then those people got secondhand like fentanyl in them. Like poisoning or whatever. Yeah. And they passed away. Oh my God. Okay, I don't know how much truth is behind that, but if y'all want to look it up. <laughs> well, I know it's a very powerful drug. I mean, that that sounds that sounds crazy, but it is very powerful. So, right. I mean, I if they know. could have like a bunch of residue around their mouth or something in their mouth, mm-hmm. it could have gotten to them. I don't know, gotten in their system and gave them a reaction. I don't know. How do you use fentanyl? Like, I just figure you snort and everything. So if it's in their mouth, I guess your nose is connected to your mouth. Yeah. Or is it like crack cocaine, the powder stuff where you like rub it in your teeth or something, right? Oh. Is that what they do with cocaine? Well, honestly, I didn't know. Do people do straight up fentanyl or do they lace it with it? Like, do they put a little bit in something to make the effect stronger? I feel like both. I think some people, I'm pretty sure you can use fentanyl on its own, but you also can yeah. lace it with stuff. Or, yeah, vice versa. Wow. So is that, like, the new hot drug in the market? Is that, like, the thing right now? Yeah, like, remember Crocodile? That was in Florida. That was, like, that was so potent, it was killing people. It kind of reminds me of fentanyl. (laughs) Crocodile? Crocodile, yeah. 
What? Is that still a you, thing? I remember seeing it. Oh, you're going to hear my tip tap. <laughs> Live in action. Look up. How do you spell? I remember watching it like randomly on. Oh, I spelled that wrong. It's K-R-O-K-O-D-I-L. Oh, I never would have got that. It's a type of codeine. Um, it, I guess it effects are kind of like, like heroin. It's kind of like heroin, I guess. Wow. Is it still circulated today? It came into, because I think it, it, Russian, it's called Russian magic. So I, another name for it. So I'm thinking it started in Russia, but looks like it came to the U.S. in 2013. Well, it seems Uh, fitting it came, well, it was in Florida because of the crocodiles. I thought that's where the, like, the name came from. That's what I thought too. So when I looked it up, I just, I just typed in crocodile without the E. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that's how I would have spelt it. So I feel like people don't... Oh, poor man's heroin is another <laughs> zombie oh, drug. One of my stories involves drugs as well, so... So, yeah, I don't... I haven't heard about Crocodile until, like, probably when they for, when it first came to the U.S. Because it's, like, so strong. I think pe- people are, like... Oh. Yeah, like, don't even want to fuck with it anymore. Well, okay, that's sh- it for my story. <laughs> well, shit. I thought you were, like, minor, like, fun and goofy. He was stuck in a porta potty That's funny. <laughs> But he had fucking fentanyl. <laughs> okay, well, but it was on a porta potty. It'd be really funny if he was like hiding from his wife or something and actually got stuck in there. Alrighty, into my first story of the night or of the day of the morning, whatever time you're listening to this. It's kind of sad, 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 sad. But <laughs> <laughs> so not funny, goofy, haha. Not funny, goofy, quirky, ha ha ha. I'll read you the headline because I usually like to start my storytelling off with like a little headline and then like Mm kind of get into it. The headline reads, Florida man charged with murder after suicide pact with girlfriend at a shooting range. See, that title drew me right in. We are taking a little hop, skip and a jump to Daytona Beach, Florida to the hot shot shooting range. Ooh, that's a good name for a shooting range. Isn't it? (laughs) It's It's fun to say, like hot shot. We find... A couple. The names are Alec Al-Menlar. He was age 23. And Aladius Chalice, age 21. I don't know why their names are so hard to say, but it wouldn't be it wouldn't be a crime on tap episode if we didn't have hard names to say. So yes. <laughs> those are the two today. The pair apparently had a pact to go to the shooting range and to commit suicide together now apparently the pair entered the range and both rented a nine millimeter glock handgun and they also asked for two targets and obtained obtained eye and ear protection in a box of ammo before heading to their lanes so apparently like i didn't even know you could be in the same lane at the same time like that doesn't seem safe you know like anybody well, can kind of just go in there and do something dangerous you know well wouldn't the lanes be like next to each other because i it's like like yeah have you ever seen it yeah i've seen them in like it's mo- like there's a like one wall it's like a whole line of them there's one wall and it's kind of like a voting booth oh so they're probably next to each other and the lane is like right you know okay so how it happens they're like next to each other Mm-hmm. like touching basically so one of the cameras recorded and saw that alec was talking to um his girlfriend and as he was talking to her he was loading the gun and then fired at the target a few times so he's just acting like he's actually firing and actually like shooting like just doing what they're supposed to be doing what you do at a shooting range <laughs> right and so that's what i'm saying like she's like standing right there right next to him as he's shooting um he then positions himself 
so that they are side by side and that her left side of her head is touching the right side of his head. So just imagine like their heads are together and he points the gun behind her, behind her head and pulls the trigger. But the gun misfires. After checking the gun, he then fired three more shots at the target before putting their heads back together in which he fired the gun and the bullet went through her head and into his killing her and he survived well yeah because hers was shot first right did they really think one little bullet like a nine millimeter it's gonna go through two brains two skulls he should have got why don't they rent like a shotgun or something oh yeah those will blow you away right so as the rescue teams arrived to the shooting range she was dead and he was found sitting in a chair with a compress on his head I don't know what that means, what a compress means. It could just be his hand. Yeah, or like a, a wash, a wet washcloth or something. Right. That's what I think of. And really, that's the story. So right now he's currently, so apparently he went back to New York and was hospitalized because that's where he's from and was with his family. And then once he was out of the hospital, Florida was like, get your ass back over here. We got some business to handle. Yeah. And <laughs> He's now facing second-degree murder charges. So well, it, it makes me think, okay, if they had a pact and he ended up not dying, I would think, well, wouldn't he then do it himself again? Right. It makes me think him doing it and then he didn't die. He's like, well, I guess it's not my time. Yep. It didn't kill me, so I'm going to survive. Yeah. Like, oh, I wasn't meant to be. Sorry, girlfriend. <laughs> well, that's why I um, now I wanted to talk about was because at the end of this article – was all of the these hotlines to call, like, suicide, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then one of them was domestic violence. So do you think she was talked into this? Do you think it was actually a pact or he had some kind of control over her and kind of forced her into this position? Because there's, there, oh, there was also, there was no suicide note. There was nothing. Mm-hmm. So really, they have no idea why they were wanting to do this together. together that reminds quotations. me of, and there is a movie coming out with, um, Elle Fanning, the the talented Fanning sister. Uh, no offense, Dakota. Oh, wow. But um, <laughs> your time came and went. Elle is better than you. <laughs> but um, called the girl from Plainville, and it's about that girl that was her boyfriend. I think it was Texas. Her boyfriend was like depressed, suicidal. He had attempted in the past, and she's like, "Yeah, do it. Are you gonna do it? Come on, do it." Oh, yes. Yes. Kind of reminds me of that, like, of what it could have possibly been. Right. I mean, I feel like there's been many cases like that because there was another one. I think it was at MIT or something where this kid was suicidal and his girlfriend was like, just do it. Just go kill yourself or whatever. And then he actually did. He, like, jumped off a building or something. And now she's being, like, arrested and charged with, like, provoking him to, like, actually kill himself. Yeah, that was kind of like the the Plainville case. And oh, yeah. I remember, I think in high school, I read a book by um, Jody Picot called The Pact. And it was kind of, it was really good because he didn't really want to kill himself, but she was really dead set on it. And they were, like, you know, childhood best friends and lovers. And he was like, okay, well... I mean, if you if you die, I don't want to live. So let's do it together. And so right. the way they did it was that they were like interlocked elbows and were pointing guns at each other. And of course, his goes off and hers misfires. So he's alive and she's dead. And, oh my God. And so then it's kind of about like the court case and everything. And then, yeah. So that's kind of like that. It was a really good book. Well, this could be 
similar too because how do we even know he could be saying anything he could be saying we both agreed but like how did they know like she wanted this he could have just done this he's the one that pulled the trigger so it could have been he actually did want to kill her and kind of like use this as like a cover-up kind of thing because i found it interesting that it's second degree murder the charges it wasn't first degree and first degree is like you are you are wanting to kill somebody yeah like it was like plant pre what do they call it premeditated yes that's what it is and then second degree i wonder if like the prosecutors were like we don't have enough evidence to get him on first degree murder so that's why we're going for the second degree just to get him on some kind of murder charge i guess i don't know because they do have the footage of her willingly putting their heads together with the gun you know right but who knows like i don't know could he been saying something like don't move or i'm gonna shoot or something crazy you know right i don't know like, was there audio you know yeah lip reading so we need more intel but <laughs> did anyone read the room <laughs> how were they acting before they got there right. but yeah so that's my story and this is i feel like a good one that we can update in the future with because i'm curious to see how this plays out hopefully yeah, the trial is soon yeah it is it's also in- i mean it's very it's an interesting story i felt and it's not very happy quirky like megan's stories so yeah. <laughs> megan what's going on with your next story so this one is actually funny. <laughs> so this took place in Florida gas station in Martin County. Okay. And it took Man, place we're all Hutch- over the state. I know. <laughs> it takes place on <laughs> Hutchinson Island and at the Plantation Pantry is what the gas station was called. Okay. Um, and this happened on March 8th. So um, a 21-year-old was parked outside and... This is something that old people do. She accidentally mistook the gas for the brake and went Uh. through the convenience store window and sent a man flying in the air. Oh my God, is there video? It was taken down. (gasps) But the guy was totally fine. It was a, he just kind of got got back up but it doesn't say if there was drinking and driving involved she was just charged with careless driving yeah so it probably was just an honest honest mistake maybe she like just got her license or something (laughs) because i feel like once you've been driving for several years like if she got at 16 you your brain just automatically knows right the funny part of this story is that when the first responders came and were checking him over and everything (laughs) he appeared to be in good spirits and asked if she had run over his beer that he had just brought. He wanted to make sure his beer was okay. Oh my God. <laughs> and so this man was like, he was taken to the hospital. He had injuries on his face from the broken glass. <laughs> that was like the major thing that happened. And, you know, getting the wind knocked out of you. But even still at the scene, he was asking about the welfare of, of his beer. That's so funny. That's like when you fall with like a drink in your hand and you like do anything to make sure no liquid gets out of that cup, but like your body <laughs> could be broken into pieces, but you save the beer. <laughs> I remember when I went to New Orleans for my um, graduation gift and we did like a tour and we had like drinks in our hand and the sidewalks, because it's like on a swamp, they're constantly shifting. So like one oh. sidewalk square will be like up three feet while the other one is like sunken in or whatever. So you, I was tripping all the time <laughs> and, and I spilled a little bit of, I think I was walking with a blue moon. Yeah. And I tripped a little bit and the woman goes around here. We always know the difference between tourists and locals, tourists, 
will spill their beers. Locals will do anything to protect <laughs> their alcohol. She'd be, and she was like exactly what you said. She'd be like, you could have broken your ankle being lying on the ground, but that drink is up in the air. <laughs> it's so true. Even so, when you yeah. get hit by, by a car in a gas station. You're like, is my beer okay? I thought that was like, this was like pinnacle Florida man. Like, it's fun. He didn't get hurt. I have a feeling his good spirits were due to him. He probably already pre-gamed and then was getting to get more beer, if you know what I'm saying. That's why he was a good spirit. (laughs) That's funny, though, because usually when like people hit gas stations and shit with their car, people never get hit. You know, it's like no fun. People are always like dodging (laughs) that shit. They see it coming. Yeah. Like this guy actually got he flew <laughs> yeah the article said i wish that they didn't take down the video it's probably because it was too graphic yeah um, probably traumatizing probably like some final destination shit because it says watch below warning graphic and then it's video no longer exists uh, it, it's it gotta be said, out there somewhere in the article sent the man flying through the air like i would have <laughs> liked to see that especially knowing that he's okay you can enjoy it guilt-free you know <laughs> exactly he's fine okay so, yeah that, that's really it but i thought that was like quintessential Florida man. Like he gets hit by a car, but where's my beer? <laughs> <laughs> okay. It really is. That's like Florida man to a T. All right. So my final story, fourth gear, we're going back to the good old methamphetamine. <laughs> Ooh, we love meth in Florida. <laughs> All right, so the headline reads, Florida man calls 911 and requests for meth to be tested for authenticity. I I feel like we've had a story like this in the past. Oh, yeah, but I think it was weed. It was like, oh, the, I want to call you because this person bought me bad weed or gave me bad weed or something. Yes. I think that's like what it was. <laughs> that's what it was. So I saw this one. I was like, oh, my God, this is oddly similar to one we did. So we're taking oh, no, another. Oh, someone. I'm sorry. No, it was someone stole his weed. That's what it was. He was reporting his stolen oh, weed. Oh, yes. That's what, it was. That's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> so this time we're over in Spring Hill, Florida, where we find a man by the name of Thomas Eugene Colucci, age 41. You know, 41 years old and you're still doing meth. Like, come on. Get How are together. you alive? <laughs> you know, like something's got to go seriously wrong in your life to be doing meth at 41. He's probably smart about it because he hasn't died from an overdose yet. <laughs> right? But like my thinking is... Like, you don't do meth at age 20 and then really even last until age 41, you know? Usually right. something has already happened to you by that time. Right. Either yeah. you're dead or you went to rehab. <laughs> right. And, I mean, this guy looks oddly normal. Well, maybe he got into heroin late in life. Or, no, meth. Yeah. Maybe he got into meth late in life. <laughs> well, I'm thinking he had, like, a divorce or something. Like, something traumatic happening in his life. And then he, like, went to drugs. So, apparently, he called into 911 and he requested a deputy to come and test the meth that he had just bought. He told deputies that he had purchased meth from a man he met at a local bar and believed it was actually bath salts. Now, he claims that he is an experienced consumer of meth, and he <laughs> he knows the sensations, and he was not getting those sensations when he took this meth. Mm. Um, so maybe he is one of those people that just, like, by the grace of God, he's been doing meth for 20 years, and he's still kicking. Right. He knows what it feels like, and he, he wants mm-hmm. that sensation. So as police arrived, you're like, okay, you know, that must be a funny call to, like, radio in, like, go check this guy. He's got meth, and he wants you to test it for him. <laughs> and, like, don't you think if you're an experienced drug user, you would, like, already have the supplies to be able to test it yourself like well i don't know i don't think they sell that oh they don't like, just like on the market i think you have to be like a police officer like a scientist or something yeah or something <laughs> oh 
Well, I guess I'm like not into drugs like that. I know. You can tell that we definitely aren't like connoisseurs of. <laughs> so apparently as police arrived, they were talking to him and everything. And he handed over two small baggies, um, each one containing a white crystal substance. And he claims the reasons why he wanted the, the meth to get tested was that he wanted his meth to not be able to get into other hands and for his dealer to not be selling fake meth to other people. <laughs> okay, I was thinking that, and I was like, that actually is good because then they're taking someone, he's the same type of person that would lace marijuana with fentanyl or something like right. that. Right. Like He's just watching I, out for the, the community. I know. I Honestly, I give him credit for that. I mean, it was <laughs> stupid, but he is probably taking a dangerous man off the street he right. just seems like like a dad who just happens to have a meth addiction, you know? He's like yep. looking out for like his his little the little kids or not right. the, the the younger people in yep. his meth community. So good he's for looking him. out for the little guy out there. Yeah, <laughs> the less Precious. experienced. So yeah. he, he was a hundred percent positive this shit was bath salts. His dealer gave him. I mean, apparently it was a new dealer he met at the local mm. bar. So he just wanted, I guess, to confirm that, like, what he was getting was actually meth. And I'm sure he was using the substance as he was calling the deputies. <laughs> so they took the baggies and they took Mr. Thomas <laughs> um, <laughs> and they charged him um, with possession of meth and possession of drug paraphernalia. And they set his bond at $7,000. And unfortunately, he was unable to provide a name or contact information for the man who sold him the drugs. So unfortunately, Megan, we didn't get him off the streets. Um, so then what was the then what was the point? <laughs> if there was no way for you to find him again, then what did it matter? <laughs> right. And they tested the substance and it came back as actually being meth. So Oh my god. <laughs> maybe Thomas, you're not as experienced as you thought because you don't know real meth from fake meth. Man, he must be so embarrassed. <laughs> that really sucks. It's it's like one of being like a pretentious hipster and being like this like, oh, this book is written by this person. It's so good mm-hmm. and being like all like hoity toity about it and just like, yeah, that person didn't write it. or like i only listen to like indie music you know like independent artists small people and then like they have a ghostwriter (laughs) 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 who are we (laughs) i know (laughs) so yeah that's basically it thomas he called the deputies for the meth that he bought and it was actually meth and he got arrested i guess thomas (laughs) wasn't like the the um the Jesus Christ of the meth community, like he thought it was gonna be. I don't think so. Yeah, I think he was probably trying to be like their savior, trying to save the little guy. Maybe it's like a different strain that he just you know wasn't. Yeah. Maybe it was the blue meth from Breaking Bad. Maybe it's <laughs> it like a different flavor or something. Yeah. <laughs> does meth? Does meth? Does meth taste like anything? I don't meth? know. With this meth you speak of. <laughs> That's how much I know about drugs. I call it meth. <laughs> yeah, we're pretty inexperienced around here. But alrighty, Megan. Oh my god, is that all? I feel like that was like pretty quick. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, alrighty, guys. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Crime on Tap. It's one of our favorites. It's one of our crowd pleasers, most requested Florida Man Fridays. We know everyone enjoys these, so we love to put them in there every once in a while. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at Crime on Tap Pod. Listen to us on Spotify, Apple, the other ones. Rate five stars for the algorithm. Leave a good review. Share with your friends, family, foes. We'll see you guys on Monday where crime, crime is always, always on, on tap. tap. <laughs> 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 <laughs>